Hith a weapon for your arm. With this you will defend from harm. Hmm. Feels natural. Like peeing outside. It's podcast time. Group on grab your friends. We'll talk about bear disclaims. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here reading and reviewing all of the Adventure Time episodes from the very beginning to the end. Yeah. Matt? Yeah. How are you? I am mighty fine. How are you? I'm lovely. Good. What's happening? What's going on? I've been getting back into exercise again, trying to get back on a regular routine of that. So feeling pretty sprightly. You are. Yeah, well, not today. Today I feel sleepy, but <laughs> in general, I've been feeling sprightly. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling super good. Really great. Today? Oh, no. No, screw that crap. Screw that crap? Yeah, I was joking. I was making fun of you. Oh, oh. <laughs> that went right over my seat. Oh, sleepy. my God, Matthew. <laughs> it's the middle of the day, too. I think that's another problem. We're recording in the middle of the day, which we don't do very regularly. Yeah, the last time we did that. The episode was like an hour and a half long. And it was so tangential. Yeah. Yeah, it was. We'll try to avoid that today. Yeah, we're not doing that. Screw that crap. Yeah. I take pride in the fact that we only get tangential for at most two minutes at a time. What were we talking about? I don't even remember. What is this podcast about? Hmm? (laughs) We're going to be talking about two Adventure Time episodes today that are pretty awesome i know man they were so great i agree i loved watching them today i was i was really surprised at how much i like the last 22 minutes were just so joyous and lovely yeah just just great and i can't wait to talk about them you know these two are parts two and three of the three-parter arc yes of this this lich subplot yes and at the beginning of the episode finn's like we gotta follow him in there and jake's like Oh, yeah, the Lich. And that's kind of how I felt getting back into this episode, because it had been so long since we watched the previous one. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. This this is where we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's so funny, too. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Lich stuff. Oh, man. Uh, so, what you been up to? Um, You know, work from home life has been fine. Not much. Matt, I haven't been up to much. I feel like a a dingus. That's oh, winter. But, That's an excuse, I guess. I guess. I guess. We had some lovely... F- I don't know if we talked about this last time. I can't remember. But um, my sister and her kiddos and husband came and stayed with us for a couple days. And that was so fun. Um, and we're going to go see them in March. Yeah. Lousy smart weather. Um, I'm going to see if one of her kiddos wants to join us on the pod. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I think it could be fun. I think so. Yeah. Get the kid perspective of a show sort of aimed for kids. Yeah. Uh, the more I watch Adventure Time, the more I am in the camp that this is not actually for children. Oh, uh, th- I think people of any age can enjoy the show if they have the right taste, you know, right sense of humor. Like they can taste the rainbow? Yeah, the rainbow <laughs> of Adventure Time. Hey, Matt, can you tell us about your dream with Dwayne Johnson? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple nights ago, so I've been having a lot of nightmares lately. I assume it's because I watch too many horror movies, which I do. And uh-huh. so finally, I had a nice dream the other night where I was like visiting my parents or something like that. Wait, I thought you were living with your oh, parents Oh, sorry, I was living with sisters. my parents and my sisters in a house in New Hampshire. 
And I got home from doing a security guard job. <laughs> I got home and everybody's watching TV. And I was like, oh, you know what? I forgot to bring my radio back to the to the front station at work. I got to go drop it off. And they're like, oh, whatever, man. So I go outside and Dwayne Johnson's just standing by the edge of the water. And he's like, I want to be a superhero, but I need a sidekick. And I was like, well, it turns out I can fly. <laughs> I go just sailing along in the air. And Dwayne Johnson's like, all right, buddy, we're going to do this. And I woke up and I was like, yeah, we're going to do this, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I laughed so hard. When when Matt asked me, he's like, do you want to hear my dream about Dwayne Johnson? It's like, what, you guys did arts and crafts together? He's like, no, it's better. Yeah, it's his sidekick. I was his sidekick and I was holding on to my ability to fly until the right moment. Only Matt could have a dream about being the sidekick and it should be our demon. <laughs> Be happy about it. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Oh, so Dwayne Johnson and I are best buddies. He just doesn't know it. Yep. Yep. That's that's great. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you know what? We want to wish all of our Girl Scouts out there happy cookie season. I know it's just starting. Uh, I know this will not date well, but go get them, girls. Go get them. Yeah, that was a tangent. Sorry. You can do it. Yeah. Okay. Should we get to the episodes? Let's do it. Oh, two great episodes. Finn the human, Jake the dog. Let's kick it. Let's kick it. What are you, Captain Pike? <laughs> no, he says let's punch it. Oh, God. Matthew. Oh, boy. Ugh. All right. I'm Ugh. ashamed. Ugh. Go home. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> On soda. <laughs> drinking this Dr. Pepper cream soda. Which is one of Matt's favorite drinks right now. Yeah, I really like this. I'm pretty sure it's destroying my insides, but <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I mean, what what do you need insides for? All when right. I do my autopsy, they're going to say my heart looks like a basketball filled with ricotta cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> On to the episode. <laughs> All right, season five, episode one, overall number 105. Fifth and Human has an IMDb rating of 9.0, directed by Lyra Leachlider, Nate Cash, uh, written and storyboarded by Tom Herpich, Jesse Mohanahan. Original air date, November 12th, 2012, and 3.44 million U.S. viewers. Ooh, nice. Yeah, dude. Lots. That is a lot. The title card is Farm World Finn looking shocked. Yeah, and yeah. in his eyes, you see a reflection of his mother and his donkey, Barbar. Okay, he looks like he's he must be yelling because his hand is turned outward. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Inward. His face, <laughs> he looks like um, Danny DeVito's penguin. Yes, 100%. With the nose. Oh, hey guys, we should play a drinking game with how many times Matt and I say 100%. Man, this, that last episode, the ranking episode, when I was editing it, I was like, wow, we say 100% like a lot. Yeah. So we're going to try not to do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird because I feel like we don't say it often when we're not recording this podcast. It's just for some reason when we're doing this show, it comes out. I know. It's 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 really crazy. Yeah. It's such a um, uh, linguistic trend right now. I was thinking about this actually. Like, um, you know how, uh, it, you know, coming up to NFL Super Bowl season or the big game – if we don't want to copyright it. Anyway, wait, what, Amy? Um, anyway, so like, remember Was Up? And, yeah. And like the the commercial, like the Was Up commercial where everybody was saying that forever. Yep. 
I feel like 100% is that. Are people saying 100% a lot? Yes. I hadn't even noticed. Yes, dude. Weird. It's everywhere. It is the was up of 2022. Was he wham wham wuzzle? <laughs> I'm going to make that a new thing. Slur okay. McKenzie. So <laughs> the synopsis is after being pulled into the portal running after the lich, Finn and Jake follow the lich into Prismos uh, in a pickle wagon. I don't know. That's not true. <laughs> I don't think there was a pickle wagon. I don't. I don't think so. Um, and also, uh, Finn and Jake were. Uh, Jake was the one who's big, and I think it was funny when he, they jump into Prismos. Like Jake, like whacks Finn against the wall. Yeah, because they show it, you know, multiple times. I was like, was that a? Was that what I thought it was? And then I watched it, and it was like, oh, yeah, he definitely did get hit. Visually, there's just a lot of funny stuff happening throughout this episode. It's so great. So Prismo is voiced by Kumal Nanjini, who is flipping hilarious. Yeah, um, love he, this guy. Yeah, he's a comedic uh, writer. He wrote The Big Sick, and that got him a lot of uh, notoriety and acclaim. And I think before that, he was popular, but that really launched uh, a lot of popularity. Um, and you may know him from Eternals. He was in there. Um, he he was like the standout in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he, and he a lot of a lot of stuff. But he's he's pretty rad. I like him a lot. Yep. Now he's really jacked. Yeah. Um. I heard him on. Was it Wait Wait Don't Tell Me or it was Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend? And like now that he's you know j- jacked and whatnot, he's like obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to stop working out. He's good, though. I like him. Anyway, they arrive to Prismos just in time to see the Lich vanish after making his witch, which was the extinction of all life. Why did the Lynch want to extinct all life? I don't think we are ever given a real insight into why the Lich does what he does or why he's evil. Hmm. Um, I'll be honest with you. In hindsight, watching the show again, he's not the most interesting villain. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Um, I think he's the most inter- interesting villain now because we don't know any different. Yeah. You know, he's been built up over these last few seasons as like this evil villain and he's been the source of like, you know, catastrophe, if yeah. you will. I think I look at him like um, Sauron in The Lord of the Rings where he's just this evil presence. You don't really know much about him, mm-hmm. but the evil things he's doing tell the greater story of what the heroes have to go through kind of deal. I don't know. That's a really great correlation. I like that. Thank you. Hmm. Anyway, after a short conversation with Prismo, Finn wishes that the Lich had never existed and, and is promptly transported into the reality created created by his wish. And they refer to this as uh, the wish, the alternate wish world. Yeah. Or farm world Finn. So after being called in by his mother, who's alive in this in this timeline, she's holding a baby. Well, okay, hold on. It is the I'm sorry because I don't know ahead and I I know I've seen an episode with his mom but I don't <gasps> recall. You have? Yes. Oopsie. But I don't remember much about it if that helps. Is this Farmworld Finn mom does it look like the same one or they look too different? Uh I feel like they look kind of similar. I believe they do both have blonde hair. Okay. So this this might be yeah, an alternate version of that very same mom. So it'll be really interesting. So uh, we need to remember to come back to this episode and compare them. Yeah. When we get there. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's all good. So Finn's being called by his mother, who's holding a baby. So farm world Finn is told to go into town and sell their mule, Bartram, their mule that's just sleeping in a bed. So Finn protests, but his mother insists. 
He follows her gaze out the window to see his father being pushed around by the members of the Destiny Gang. He's seen next talking to Bartram, trying to comfort, comfort himself when he notices that the mule's missing. So he wanders off a little ways to find Bartram just standing in a tree. Can I just say the Destiny Gang is so annoying. Super annoying. It's like 80s like gang, but like worse. Yeah, Big D, Big Destiny. Yeah. Not my favorite. He's, no. I, just, I find him super annoying. The rest yeah. of the gang I think are kind of funny. Yeah, like, lame. The one guy, no, Big D, you look good. <laughs> uh, while going to get Bartram down off the tree, he falls into a hole that's covered by underbrush, and Farmwell Jake follows him. Now, Jake in this, like, wish world is not the Jake we're accustomed to. He's more, he looks more like a traditional dog, doesn't have magic or anything like that. Doesn't yeah. talk. It's, he's like a, like, barks like a normal dog. Yeah, their donkey is more magical than he is. <laughs> yes, I would agree. Farmold Finn looks up to see the skeleton of Simon Petrikov with the crown under a frozen bomb. When he sees the Ice King's crown, he thinks to sell it instead of Bartram and goes to retrieve it. As he nears it, the, dec- um, the decrepit Farmold Marceline jumps out from behind the bomb with a gun. Yeah, and her too, because, you, know, you know, this world doesn't have any magic, so she's aged. She's yeah. super old. I, I think old lady Marceline is hilarious. Yeah, she is. So, she keeps calling uh, Finn a dingus yeah. and like, stuff like that. It's really great. <laughs> and a butt. Yep. So she tells him to back off and that he cannot have the crown. And she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> For some reason, I always remember that. She then tells him of how Simon died when the great mushroom bomb was deployed. He used his ice magic to freeze the bomb, but was crushed in the process. So the bomb is just like inches from the ground crushing him. So the crown's stricken with the grief over the death of its master, kind of like the ring in Lord of the Rings, then unleashed its power and froze the entire earth for four, 400 years. For 600 years, the age... Wait, wait, wait. For 400 boring years. 400 boring years. <laughs> and for 600 years, the aged and decrepit farm world Marceline has been guarding the crown to ensure it never harms anyone again. So it's really interesting because Simon was like super... Like, he was a hero. Yeah. So great. He went out like a champ. Yeah. Um, after Marcy finishes her story, um, Finn merely tells her that none of that is true and that magic is fake. He tells her that she lost it when living in the cave and proceeds towards the crown. Farmold Marceline then fires the gun but finds it is broken and does not harm um, Farmold Finn. F. Jake then <laughs> distracts F. Marceline. <laughs> I can't say Farmworld no, no. this many times. <laughs> or maybe she say, um, f- f- for Jake. Faux Jake. Faux Jake. Faux Jake. No, Fa Jake. Fa Jake. Sounds great. Fa Jake then distracts Fa Marceline while Fa Finn grabs the crown. After Jin. 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 I think that's a new one. After Finn is gone, Marceline has an argument with the corpse of Simon. She tells herself that the voice is not real. It's just in her head. And it goes after the crown. It's like there's like Simon, the the voice of IK. And it's like, this, the, you should read it, Matt. You do a better ice cream. Because she's like, I can't go after them on my knees. And he's like, oh, that's just really disappointing. You're, you're really letting me down. Oh, I thought you were going to do it in the voice, Matt. Oh. You're, letting, really you're really letting me down. Really this is really disappointing. Down. I can't. I feel like I could do Ice King's voice at one point. I just can't do it anymore. Yes, it's you weird. can do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. That is just really disappointing. 
you really let me down. Oh, yeah, that's not your best one. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't know what that was. <sighs> but I love, like, that response is just such a funny, realistic. It, it was. It was. It was, like, current IK kind of, like, snarkiness. Yeah. And I really liked it. It's like he's talking to Gunter or something. Mm-hmm. So now on the junk town market, Finn Fawfin <laughs> tries to sell the crown. Maybe say Farfin. 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 <laughs> So a man says he's going to take it, but he has no money and offers to sing at Finn's house instead. <laughs> he's like, I've got, I do mostly covers, but I have some originals. Yeah, great line. <laughs> like, yeah, what? again, this is such a funny episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it is. Yep. So Tromo, one of the Destiny gang, takes the crown and gives it to Big D, Big Destiny, under the pretext that property of old dead person go to Big Destiny. I hate how these guys talk. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and refuses to give Finn mon- uh, money. So Finn realizes that the crown was not really his and moves on. Marceline, however, yells that the crown is hers and that she's half demon. Destiny tells Tromo to jack up farm world Marceline Farmeline. <laughs> Farmceline. Uh, and Tramie to take Bartram for dinner. So Tramie takes Bartram and runs up to the mansion with Destiny. Man, Tramie must be super buff because he like picked up that mule with no... Guff. Yeah, and later Finn picks it up with just his legs. He must have some crazy leg strength. Yeah, dude. Also, does the Destiny gang have big Destiny energy? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> they are quite sp- sprightly. Yes. Uh, as Tromo is attacking Far Marceline, Far Far Finn shoves his flute into oh, uh, Tromo's it. nose, and then. <sighs> <laughs> He shoves it into his nose, plays it, and then it makes, like, his eye pop out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Then Matt's favorite character of this entire episode, <laughs> Choose Bruce. Bruce, throws lettuce at him. Tromo then retreats into the mansion, saying that Farfin has made a big mistake. Farfin promises Far Marceline that he'll return the crown to her. Choose Bruce, then gives Finn a sword for his mechanical arm, to which... Finn responds approvingly, stating that it feels natural, like peeing outside. Great line. And uh, Choose Bruce certainly has a number of... Rhymes. He he becomes a lyrical master, as we would expect from a Choose being. I love how he has to really stretch to make some things rhyme. Yes. The the gone and home. Yeah. (laughs) Gone instead of gone. Uh. Home. So he then runs up to the to the mansion and down the hall towards Bartram, but is tripped by Big D. So Farfin gets up and begins to sword fight with, with Destiny, but he's knocked down. Finn demands his stuff back, and Destiny gives it to him as his last possession. He's like, oh, you want the crown? Here you go. This is the last thing you're ever going to own. So Destiny then shows Finn that he had the, his henchmen burn the market. So Farfin grabs Bartram and the crown and runs into the marketplace. Choose Bruce is weeping and tells him to go save his family. On the way, he grabs Far uh, Far Marceline, pulls her up onto Bartram. When he arrives at his house, the gang has already set it on fire. Somehow, Destiny is already there with his parents and infant brother trapped upstairs. These dudes are like... These guys are evil. Yeah. Like straight up evil. They're awful. Finn asks Marceline if the crown is magic, and she tells him it is very dangerous magic. He then puts the crown on his head, and the power begins to flow through him. The end. Yeah, to be continued. So what do you think of this one? Okay, so I have a lot of thoughts. First off, Prismo is totally love. Also, 
this has a lot of like craziness. Yeah. Yes, it does. It's uh, I've I've said this in about a bunch of episodes, but it's a very full episode Mm -hmm. for an 11 minute show. They packed a lot in. Yeah. A couple things. The animation, um, Farmold Finn and et al. um, uh, kind of freak me out. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care for it. It's an uncanny valley kind of thing. Yeah. I like the bubbly Adventure Time animation, not this. Yeah. If they set an entire world in this show, I don't think I would enjoy it as much Mm -mm. as, you know, the Adventure Time that we know and love. I'd give it a shot, though. I mean, the. The the destiny folks are kind. I get I get it. Like I get the they need to have an, the a shared you know enemy or whatever. I think that you know to move the plot along. These guys are just super obnoxious and annoying, and I it is not for me. I think they're in the episode a little bit more than they needed to be. Mm-hmm. I do think they remind me of what what was that vampire movie where they're like Michael? Oh, the Lost Boys. Lost Boys, yeah, yeah, that one. Totally see that. Totally think of that. I, I thought that correlation entirely. Worms, Michael. Gross. It was really sad to see his dad being beat up, and and also the fact that they had to sell the mule. That was and watching old lady Marceline get beat up was pretty rough too. Oh my gosh, Matt! I was like, yikes. Yes, I agree. And this is practically the mule being sold for magic beans. Yeah. Except that he didn't believe in magic. Interesting. Huh. There's there's definitely parts of this episode that are darker, like like that, like the Destiny Gang are pretty vicious mm-hmm. people. The humor in this one, I think, is really great. Like a lot of funny dialogue. How interesting is it? So this is an alternative universe mm-hmm. where, b- based on the wish, so the mushroom war never happened. Ice King and old lady like Marcy, like I think about their relationship, never grew and developed into what it was, or did it? But wait. How did they get to know each other? Wasn't their story based off of the Mushroom War? Or was that before the Mushroom War? Oh, I think. Or are we getting into spoiler territory? Oh, you know what? I honestly cannot remember. Okay. I think we're going to find out later this season. Okay. Because okay. there, there's there's some more Simon and Marcy stuff coming up. Okay. And I cannot remember when they met each other. But I feel like you're right in that it was after the war already happened. I could be wrong. Okay. My memory is faulty. <laughs> I'll allow it. It just gives us something to look forward to. Yeah, me too. It's it's great having some stuff I don't remember now because it's going to be like watching it again for the first time. What were your first thoughts? Like, what were your what did you think about? This? I love this episode. Mm-hmm. I've watched the, the this trilogy of ep, uh, of episodes a bunch of times in the mm-hmm. past already. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. I like this uh, whole end of the season, beginning of the next season plot. Yeah. It's a fun watch. I, there's very little I dislike about this one. It's really just the Destiny game can get on my nerves after mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than them, like the ep- the rest of the episode around them is so good that it doesn't really take it down for me very much. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that would be the only drawback for me as well. It was they were not my favorite, but uh, I really like this um, episode and all. I think it's great. Yeah, and. I think I might even enjoy the the next episode a little more. I agree. I I as well think about that. Yeah, I'm excited to get into that. So Matt, where was the snail? The snail was in the road where Farfin is talking to someone. Great description, right? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. When he's out trying to sell the crown, you can see some like veggies in the background. 
Mm-hmm. And fruit. melons. Yep. <laughs> and you can see the snail just really hidden there. Yeah, they hit him really well in this, in this episode. Yeah, it's when he's talking to the guy who wants to buy it and trade for singing. Yes, yeah. Yeah. The guy looks like, um, well, I had it and I lost it. Well, that joke's gone. He kind of... <laughs> Good job, Matt. Thank you. He kind of looks like Kamal. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Nacho Libre or something. Oh, yeah. Maybe that too. <laughs> Jack Black and Nacho Libre. Yeah. Yes, he does. That would be a better representation. Yes. So what's your favorite line? Uh, no fill face and also. Oh, yeah. No fill face. Snail watch. 20. Man, I'm jumping the gun. Snail watch. Hey, that's the first one of 2022. Yeah, it is. Is that insane? Yeah. Favorite line. Nasty. Nasty jazz. Awesome. That's That's Prismo. I also got Prismo for a favorite line. I'm basically honorary nasty. <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny. That was like our 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 like introduction to him. He's talking about this craziness. Yeah, talk about coming in strong. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy had a great introduction. Like yeah. he, he's instantly likable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I'll and and I think he continues being amazing. His presence is. Uh, sorely missed when you have long stretches of the show without him. Mm-hmm. I agree. Matt, what is your impression? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to plug my ears. <laughs> You'll need this, Finn, if you want to win. <laughs> choose Bruce. Really? Was that Choose Bruce? I hey, thought it was Jake the Dog. You can't be annoyed because it's not Choose Goose. <laughs> <laughs> I can and I will. Don't you know? <laughs> oh, boy. I can't stop now. You uh, might stub your toe. Oh my goodness! <laughs> What's your impression? Um, mine was Marcy. My bones. <laughs> when she was being beat up, it's super sad. It is super sad. Poor old lady Marcy. Things uh, only get worse for her. I know, man. They do. <laughs> All right, Matt. Yeah. We have some trivia for this episode. Oh, of course we do. Do you have an intro song for the trivia? It's time to. Read some trivia is my favorite thing. I was not prepared. All right. <laughs> so Finn's name in, in Farm World Timeline is Finn Mertens. This is confirmed to be the case for Standard Timeline as well in Dentist. Yeah, we just watched Dentist a few yeah, days ago. that's good. Dentist. So despite the fact that she's wearing a wedding ring in the previous episode, Mrs. Mertens does not wear one in this episode. Huh. I'm assuming it's an animation flub. Yeah. But maybe, maybe not. Yeah. At the end of the long preview, Farm World Finn's face appears for a half a second in Spinning Time Card. Interesting. There are the numbers 81812 on a bus in Junktown, which is Santino Lascano's wedding date, and a regular Easter egg. Easter egg in the show. Um. Yes. I think we've seen that before. They have public transit in Junktown. <laughs> I guess so. Must have built it from junk. I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, whatever. Moving on. Marceline appears to be wearing the same boots and jeans she wore in her first appearance in Evicted. Oh, cool. A great little did, detail. Did what's her name do the voice of Marceline in this episode? No, I don't know who I didn't did her think voice so. in this one. Yeah. Kind of want to find out. Ugh, do it. I'll read the next one while you're, you're Googling. Yes, please. Sorry. By the way, everybody, if you hear a little more mouse clicking in this episode, I'm used to recording on my laptop, but on my iMac, I got to use a mouse, so sorry. 
The flashback where the Lich and Shadow figures walk away from the exploding mushroom bomb is similar to the flashback of Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Nausicaa. Nausicaa, thank you. Sorry. Of the Valley of the Wind where the God Warriors walk through a burning city. I really want to see that movie. We have it on HBO Max. Okay. Uh, it's a, a Studio Ghibli film. Oh. From, uh, oh my goodness, did I seriously just forget his name? I have a book by him. Yeah, oh man. I'm embarrassed I can't remember his name. Hayao Miyazaki. Amazing director of anime. Anyway, I really want to see that movie. Old Marceline is voiced by Cloris Leachman. Oh. Who, that name is very familiar. Uh, She's in a lot. She's in Young Frankenstein as Farbluka. Oh. Yep. So take that. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, what were your thoughts about this episode? Um, loved it. I have watched it before many a time, and I will watch it again. I think that these episodes, do you think that maybe this was intended to be, like, the beginning of, like, maybe making a movie because of the popularity of Adventure Time? Possibly. I think there has been talk for years about an Adventure Time movie, and at this point, I'll I'll believe it when it's officially announced. Yeah. But really good episode, really good. It it didn't have the sophomore slump. It was great. And I love the connection, like the connecting story and all of it. It's good. Yeah. Very good. All right. Should we get to the next episode? Let's do it. Yeah, y'all. Season five, episode two, overall number 106, Jake the Dog, IMDb rating 9.4, directed by Larry Leachletter and Adam Muto. Written and storyboarded by Cole Sanchez and Rebecca Sugar. Sugar. Original air date, November 12th, 2012. 3.44 million U.S. viewers. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, same amount as the last one. Do you think that they played these back to back? They must have played them back to back. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Okay. Again, uh, the release dates of episodes and stuff like that is just so weird with the show. Yeah. What about season four? Hold on. I'm going to go back to season four and see when they released. All right. In the meantime, I'll do the title card. And the title card for this one is a lot like the last one, you know, where you had, like, Finn. Hmm. But this one's Jake, and he's holding a sandwich, t- about to take a bite. And in his eyes, you see the reflection of a jar of pickles and a TV remote. Yeah. Which comes into play. It does. And it's really funny. Um, October 22nd, 2012. So they they didn't play these very far apart. No. In fact, I don't know if there's really a distinction in, like, the break between seasons with the show. Yeah. Like, as far as when it was airing, that's why you have some seasons that have, like, 50-something episodes like this one, and then you have others that have, like, 12 episodes. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Synopsis following Finn the Human, Farfin puts on the crown and becomes corrupted by its power, going mad. He attacks the Destiny Gain and put, puts out the fires that they started uh, for his house. But his uncontrolled power causes the mushroom bomb to explode, explode, destroying the surrounding area. So what happens is he starts, like, throwing these jagged, like, ice lightning bolt things. Yeah. And it and it causes the ice surrounding this bomb to break. The way they used ice in this episode is so cool. It is really neat. Really, really uh, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Farmfin uh, manages to save his mother, father, baby brother, and mule. Oh, we learn it's a baby brother. Baby Had brother. a baby brother. And he's perfect in every way. <laughs> However, realizing how dangerous he has become, he sends them far away to safety and lies alone in the smoldering wasteland. Yeah, super sad when you see Finn realizing that he's going crazy because his baby brother is crying from seeing him. So 
Yes. And and I'm curious, one of the questions I had after seeing this was, was Simon mentally stronger than Finn? Maybe. But maybe it's because Simon was a, an adult. I don't know. Maybe yeah. his uh, voice of reason in his head was a little stronger than a like 12-year-old kids would be. Yeah. Hmm. I assume. Yeah. So in the time room, Prismo reveals to Jake that Finn has been transported to a separate alter- altered world based on his wish that the Lich never existed. So together they watch the events in Finn's world on Prismo's TV, which he like makes appear on the wall. Mm-hmm. He's like, my wall TV. <laughs> and- he creates like a little remote control. <laughs> yeah. If he can just like create a TV on the wall, why does he even need a remote control? Yeah. So Prismo asks Jake what, what he'd like to wish for. And Jake's like, I want a sandwich. And Prismo's like, really, you're going to waste your one wish on a sandwich? I'll make you a sandwich. Yeah. Wish for something more important, like helping your friend. And Jake's like, ah, oh, no, he, that's his wish. He can take care of it himself. <laughs> Finn's a tough kid. Prismo goes so far as to simply make Jake the sandwich. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, pickle falls out of the sandwich and Jake's like, oh. So Prismo just like creates this jar of pickles and Jake's like, I love you, Prismo. And he's like... They're homemade. <laughs> They're homemade. Yeah. They kind of can become like this little like thread throughout it for like Jake and Prismo's relationship. I love homemade pickles. Why don't you ever make them? I don't know. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I never thought to make my own pickles. I just like to go out and buy ones that other people put the work into. <laughs> it's the same reason I don't, you know, slaughter my own animals to eat. <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jake is nonchalant and states that he thinks Finn will be fine and that they should just see how things oh, carry man. out. Sorry, I already said all that, didn't I? Instead, he and Prisma mute the television and spend their time hanging out in the time room, talking about relationships and why Prismo chooses to be single. He talks about like, this is a legit issue where it's like coordinating meals. Matt and I have gotten to the point where we're like, what what do we have for dinner? Like every night. And it becomes like this like mental space that we just are like, I don't know what to do for dinner. Do we eat the same thing we ate last night? <laughs> do we eat out? Yeah. It's like, because oh, like preparing dinner is a chunk out of your day. It is. And sometimes and, like if we've both worked that day, neither of us wants to cook at the no, end of the day. That's so like, well, true. We, do? we don't want to just pick out on pizza or fast food or what do we do? I guess we're just not eating today. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Or we end up eating pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Anyway, I I think it's it was really funny because like on the television screen, like you can see the big mute like thing, and it it was just really funny. All everything was carefully like pulled together. Anyway, they're joined by the cosmic owl who hangs out with the two of them in Prismo's jacuzzi. Yeah, that's great. What does the cosmic owl say? He's like, "What's the singular doing here?" Yeah. He's like, I brought board games. Board games. Yeah, like, I love it. Great scene. like, later. <laughs> I love the gal's hilarious. He's great. So meanwhile, Farmworld Farfin <laughs> is uh, deepening madness is halted when he hears Farm Farmworld Jake barking. So he runs to the center of the blast from the mushroom bomb where he finds Far Jake half submerged in a pit of goo. Uh, he tries to rescue Far Jake, but he finds a skeletal a skeletal uh, Marceline holding onto him from inside the pit as he's trying to pull Farm. Jake, far Jake out of the goo. <laughs> he tells Marceline, Marceline ugh, says that she told him that this would happen. And calls him a butt. You butt! In desperation, Farm Finn kicks her away in order to rescue Farm Finn, Farm Jake. And she did, <laughs> this is so hard. It's confusing. 
Let's just say Finn and Jake. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Alternate wish world, farm world, Jake. (laughs) And she dissolves into the goo. Grotesca is transformed by the goose tower power. Farm world Jake begins to advance on Finn and gnaws on his robotic arm. Finn then tries to share the secrets of the ice and snow with thee. Share the secrets of the ice and snow with thee. And repeatedly screams the power of frost until the scene zooms back into Prismo's cube. Two things there. One, Finn just killed Marceline. Yeah. And two, I love this little detail. It's like my favorite thing between the two episodes. When uh, Finn's saying secrets of ice and snow with thee, his voice kind of changes between Jeremy Shada's and Tom Kenny's. So mm-hmm. you hear Ice King's voice coming through there, but you can't really tell whose voice it actually, like, it's so cool. It is cool. I, I think that's really, it was really a neat, neat uh, effect that they chose to do. Yeah. So Prismo, oh, and Jeremy Shada's voice acting in this episode in general, I think is like the highlight of the series mm-hmm. as far as his voice talent goes, because he has to play two characters, really. Super fabulous. Yeah. So Prismo, Jake, and the Cosmic Owl are rapping in the jacuzzi, <laughs> which I, I can't remember the words, but it's this is a great rap. So while doing so, the Cosmic Owl eats some chips from a little pool floaty that looks like a mini island. So upon unintentionally moving the floaty away, he tries to grab another chip and accidentally unmutes the TV, which disrupts the rap. So Jake hears Finn's plea to Farm Jake to back off his crown as... Farm Jake changes into a giant lich-like monster. So I didn't realize until this time through. I was like, "How how come Jake turned into the into the lich?" And it's because of the goo. He was transformed by the goo. It was the goo, man. It was the goo, man. Just like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, except not pizza-loving turtles. Yeah, teenage turtles. That's pizza-loving dog. Bark, bark, bark. Dog, dog, dog. Bark, bark. I'm a. Hello, I'm a human. Hello, I'm Finn. I'm a human. We're coming up on that episode next week. <laughs> I can't wait. He tries to grab Finn, but the corrupted human, Finn, violently unleashes his ice powers at the lich-like monster, which destroys the TV signal. Alarmed, Jake finally listens to Prismo's advice to use his wish to save them. Jake wishes that Finn will be safe, but Prismo, Prismo stops him, stating that because he likes Jake, he'll reveal that according to the rules, the wishes he grants are always always come with ironic consequences, kind of like a monkey's paw. Yeah. Being unspecific could make a well-intentioned wish turn out terribly. Alternate farm world lich-like Jake. Oh, my gosh. So he explains that the trick is to be very specific about all parameters of the wish to ensure that it makes the desired outcome. He says, for example, if if Jake wished for a back rub, the person doing it could be a dirty man or a bear. You know, it could be somebody that's transported away from their family in the middle of dinner. Mommy, mommy, what happened to dad? I don't know. He's gone. Sorry. <laughs> so, Prismo explains further that wishing something to be also affects elements both before and after it. Memories could be erased, babies could be unborn, potential worlds could be evaporated, all because of a wish. So Jake, realizing the gravity of his situation, vomits in the hot tub <laughs> and starts to crumple under the pressure. So Prismo directly instructs Jake into making the one wish that can fix everything and return him and Finn to Ooh. Wee. It was really funny. It was like change, like, ch- change, ch- change, and then Jake's like ch- change the way Le- the lipstick, yeah. the lipstick, the lipstick. <laughs> Dang it, the lich. <laughs> it's really funny. Wishing to change the lich's wish from the extinction of all life to wishing that Finn and Jake would be returned home to Ooh. 
Prismo grants his wish and time is reversed. Jake and Finn then magically appear in the middle of a bounce bounce off a rock <laughs> to the cube. To the moment the lich makes his wish. Wow, that was a hard sentence to Man, get through. Commas need like the yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he wishes instead that Jake and Finn were returned home and is immediately shocked. He's like, wait, that's not what I that's not what I wanted to wish. So Prismo cuts him off and tells him that he's already made his wish and everybody only gets one. So Prismo then points to Jake, like watching from above, and he's like, You see that, Jake? Monkey's paw. <laughs> Finn and Jake return to Ooh moments after they entered the portal, and Finn is terribly confused as to why the Lich wished them home, no longer having experienced the farm world from his own wish, but Jake is overjoyed, telling Finn and Princess Bubblegum that everything already happened and that he fixed it and saved them all. Mm -hmm. So the jewels used to open the portal return to their respective crowns, including Hot Dog Prince S, (laughs) Embryo Princess, Lumpy Space Princess, and Ice King, who is penguin-shaming Gunter to get him to reveal what he did with daddy's jewels. Uh, he's making um, Gunter wear like the sign that says, I steal jewels. Yeah. So finally, Prismo sends Jake a jar of pickles with a note saying, uh, anytime you want to hang out, give me a call. And Jake's <laughs> like, we need to get him a girlfriend. Yeah. And that's where the episode ends. So good. Yep. So what'd you think of this one? Oh my gosh. Such a fabulous episode. I agree. So lovely. Completely. So great. I can't believe that, like, it was, again, like, a packed 11 minutes. Like, they've got their storyboarding and story writing down pat, and it's just awesome. Yeah. This is a great way to start a season. There was nothing about this episode that I would say, eh, didn't like. Yep. They even toned down the uh, Big D gang. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Because there was a little little piece of the episode featuring them, and it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was actually funny. I feel like everything in this one, just about everything, is like a step up from the previous episode, which I love. That's a great episode, but mm-hmm. this is like a flawless episode. Yeah, I agree. Um, I can see how Ice King, you know, loses his his sanity. I can uh, see how quickly the crown turns anybody. Um, it's just so fascinating. All of all of it was great. Yep. Yep. So this whole penguin shaming thing, I was really curious. <laughs> is that? You remember, like, I don't know if you remember this, but a lot, like a while ago, there was a, a popular, like, social media trend of putting signs in front of your dog when they do something bad. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that aligns with this. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I assume so. I, don't, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Well, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yep. Kyle's McGowell. Anything you didn't like? Nothing. I thought this whole episode was great. How about you? Same. Same. Yeah. I yeah. loved seeing the Cosmic Owl becoming an actual character. He's mm-hmm. really funny. Yeah. Love his voice acting. The, that rap that they do in the hot tub is worth looking up on YouTube if you don't remember it. Jake's beatboxing skills. Yeah. All I wrote under what I liked is Jeremy Shada did an amazing job. Really good. All of it. I think we've also shared a lot of our thoughts, too, as, yeah, as we, we did. went along. Uh, where is the snail? Outside the hot dog kingdom. And you can see him very clearly. Yep. Yep. Outside the corral. Yep. Yep. yep what a yep, gross yep. little... Hovel. <laughs> it's hot talk juice. Oh, oh no, gross. That's, that that uh, dirt's perpetually sticky and wet because of all the hot dog juice. Uh, no, Matthew, oh. why? Oh, hot dog water. Why did you do that? That place must stink. Nope, never eating a hot dog again. Oh. You want to go to Costco? <laughs> the hills that, that it's on look, looks like a butt with three cheeks. Yes, it does, I guess. <laughs> What was your favorite line? My favorite line was, 
You're like a strong number three in my cool guy list. And Jake says that to Prismo. I don't yeah. know how I'd take that if somebody said it to me. I'd be like, thanks. Thank you, I think. Bronze medal for the win. Well, I'm really curious. I mean, I think I would assume Finn is one. Yeah. But who's the other one? Do you think it's Billy? Oh, either Billy or his dad, because he really looks oh, up to his dad. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. Do it for Poppy. What's your favorite line? Uh, this is Jake. Alternate Wish World Finn is mad ugly. And he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Not my favorite. Finn has many things, but he has never been made to look attractive. He's adorable. <laughs> I think and, so. And the and like regular Land of Ooh. He can make some some funky faces when he wants to. Yeah. But everybody can in the show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Give me an impression of a character. You dang us. Oh, Simon. Good job. Thank you. That was Marcy. Again. Mine is, what's the singular doing in this realm? <laughs> that was the cosmic owl. I can't yeah. remember what his voice sounded like, so I'm just going with that. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> you put reverb on it. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> it make me sound cosmic. Well, Matt. Yeah? We have some trivia. Oh. Did you want to introduce the trivia? Don't you know it's time for some trivia? Uh-uh-uh. Where are you going to get it from your earphones? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I love that. I really need to actually write a trivia song. Uh, oh, hey, listeners, somebody write a trivia song and send it in. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yes. It was your best trivia song. Love it. And really short, like like five not, to ten seconds. Not even that, like two to two to ten seconds. Yeah. Max. Please. It'd be amazing. Yes. It'd be really great. This is the first episode where Cosmic Gal, who is in an actual physical form and not in a vision. After Finn's ice shield breaks, the scene is a view of the outside of Prismo's wish cube. Underneath, a Texas-shaped rock is still there. Huh. Huh. Fabulous. When Finn puts on the crown, his hair falls out of his hat so he can fly in a similar manner to Ice King. Cool. Very neat. I did not notice. I mean, I noticed that his hair came out, but I, I didn't realize that was the purpose of it. Do you think if I put on a magic crown, I'd have thicker hair? Maybe. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> want to find out. Oh, my God. So, unlike the Ice King, Farm World Finn gets the powers of the crown instantly on the time that he puts it on. However, this may be due to Farm World Finn openly accepting the powers of the crown while Simon tries to resist the powers. Mm, okay. Okay, cool, I see cool. You. Um, the green explosion cloud and the green oozy concoction produced by the mushroom bomb also appeared when the Lich reached his well of power in mortal folly. Yes, it did. Hmm. The one, that's where um, PB fell into, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was so funny. Yeah. I got the dropsies. <laughs> So this is the first episode titled Jake the, the second being Jake the dad, and the third being Jake the brick, and the fourth being Jake the star child. Ooh, I can't wait to watch those episodes. Yeah, I liked, I sure liked two of them. (laughs) 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 The way all the crown gems fly away in every direction in the sky after Jake's wish is granted is very similar to how the dragon balls from the manga dragon ball get dispersed after a yes. wish is granted by Oh, I knew that looked familiar. Shenron the dragon. Yeah. That's totally that. That's awesome. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. I love Dragon Ball Z. Farm World Finn's parents and baby brother escaping on a mule mirror the flight into Egypt of Mary Joseph and baby Jesus. <laughs> An event described in the Gospel of Matthew and used <laughs> as a major theme in Western painting. Interesting. Yeah. All right, All then. right, all right. Thanks. 
So who's Finn in that scenario? <laughs> Icarus. Icarus. <laughs> Judas. Judas. <laughs> He's baby Billy. <laughs> He's baby Billy. Uncle baby Billy. Uncle baby Billy. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. Hey Matt, guess what? What? We have some lister feedback. Lister feedback. Oh yeah. 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 All right. The first one is titled Hey Dudes by Freya. Oh, hey Matt and Amy. I'm nine years old and your podcast is the best thing ever. I've listened to it other Adventure Time podcasts and none of them beat you guys. Aw. I'm almost done with the third season and my favorite episode so far is The Creeps and Marcy's Closet. Hey. Very cool. You guys make my day and it wouldn't wouldn't be awesome without you guys. And if you need something to podcast about after you finish the 10 seasons of Adventure Time, I would recommend Steven Universe. Uh, they are 11 minute episodes and are by Rebecca Sugar. I've only seen the first four episodes and I don't know how many seasons there are, but thank you for being awesome and I can't wait for season five. Hey, thank you for being awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've, gotten, I've gotten through most of the first season of Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that I just kind of dropped out of I need to get back into, but I really enjoy it. So thanks for the recommendation. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I really like Steven Universe. Unique show, very uh, interesting premise and really, really cool. So thank you for the recommendation. She, uh, a week later, followed up with, hi, dudes, again. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to say that I took a test to see what Adventure Time character I was, and I got Flame Princess. Oh, jealous. Holla. I don't really know who she is yet, but I'm hoping she's cool. She's cool. And Amy and Matt, Ice King and PB are cool. How dare you? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys are doing good. I would say PB is not cool. I just don't think she's the most morally sound ruler sometimes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the email. We appreciate Emails. it. So the next one is from Finley B. And they say, hey, Matt and Amy, I love your podcast. My name is Finn. I've already emailed you guys, but I have a secret. I am Finn from Adventure Time. JK, or am I? P.S. Matt, if you want a horror movie to watch, Headcount from 2018. It's really good and it's on Amazon. Oh, cool. Thanks for the recommendation. I do love finding a good new horror movie. Amy is going to grab her cell phone because... um. In the process of putting notes together for this episode, we got more listener feedback, so she just wants to go grab that. So in the meantime, I'm going to read a couple more. So we got a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, which is, by the way, the best way to help the podcast out. And it's from I Love It's Funny, exclamation point, three, two, one, one, one. And they say, yes, dude, this podcast is so freaking amazing. Ah, I know this is a cringe review. (laughs) Thank you for the review. Not cringe at all. It's amazing. And the next one is another five-star review from Violet Won't Say My Last Name. And they say, I'm on Team Rubric. Oh, man. Okay. I love your podcast so much, and I hate having to wait for a new episode to come out. I started this podcast from the beginning for fun. So I also started Adventure Time from the beginning for like the hundred, uh, for the thousandth time. Bye. I love listening to you guys. Uh, love you, Moshi. All right. So the rubric. So we're not going to use it for this episode because uh, Amy's already seen the next episode, so she didn't have to guess. But yeah, uh, I actually totally meant to write a rubric, and I straight up forgot. So I'll get on top of that. Get your life together, Matt. Sorry. Are you? A little bit. You're so funny. <laughs> Do you want to read the next one? Uh, yeah. Okay, so our next review is from Megan the Mermaid, Honeymoon Binge Worthy. We are uh, binging your podcast on our honeymoon road trip to help us prepare for our Halloween rolls of Finn and PB. Halloween is tomorrow in my timeline. Love the pod. Y'all are very fun. I'll definitely continue listening long after the honeymoon is over. Thanks so much. We watch the show all the time. Didn't know about the snail. Yeah, we didn't even know about the snail until we started doing the podcast. Yeah. 
Oh, well, thank you so much. I hope your honeymoon is amazing. And thanks yes. for listening during your honeymoon. That's totally. really cool. That's great. So the next one. Oh, also, hope you had an amazing Halloween. Yes. Hmm. Halloween's so, the best. The next one is five stars from Adventure Nerd. They say, eh, I haven't felt a friendly touch in some time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a line I use from the show in life. So I've tried many different Adventure Time podcasts, but they just aren't great until I came across this one. This is the only Adventure Time podcast that doesn't make me cringe. Anyway, keep up the good work. Well, we'll try not to make you cringe. Yes. In future episodes. <laughs> Thank <Hopefully>. you. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little cringeworthy in this episode because I'm, uh. my brain is so scattered. Uh, next review is just another rating from Captain EVMO. I'm on Amy's side. Hashtag Team Rubric Forever. Yes. Ugh. Y'all are great. I'll continue listening till the end. Ugh, the Rubric people have won. Yes, because we're awesome. The next one's from Milko or Milkoe. And they say, to Amy and Matt, longtime listener all the way from the beginning. Really hope that you read this on the pod. Hey, guess what? We're reading it on the pod. <laughs> My favorite character is either Bimo or Nectar or Lemon Grab because they are all really relatable. Relatable. Thank you for this podcast, and I appreciate what you do. P.S. You guys should live stream the recording sessions. I'd love to watch you. You can also have a viewer Q&A where you go to chat, Liam. I don't know. It keeps deleting mine. Hey, you know what? That's a great idea. We've thought about it, and we just um, need to figure out how do we make that happen. So yeah. it's totally something that we're thinking about. Absolutely. One thing with the live stream is um, we do a lot of flubs in the, in the podcast <laughs> that get edited out in the uh, editing process. Maybe we should do it on like Twitch or something or like Facebook Live. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that'd be great. We'll have to figure it out. When we're reading synopses, we tend to like blah, 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 and start over and over again. So you'll be hearing some of that. I think we can manage. I think so too. I believe in us. I believe in the dream. Um, we got an email from Turtle Myrtle. Love the podcast. It keeps it's helping me get through my days after quarantine. Keep it up. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that we can help you out during quarantine. Next set one is from Kitty Crystal, best podcast ever. Hi, I really love your podcast. I wish there were more episodes because I really enjoy listening to this. Here you go. More there episodes you go. coming <laughs> At soon. At least one more. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one is five stars from Geo. And the, all they say is, it is funny. Laugh emoji. I love that. Oh, well, thank you. Pumpkin8511. This is a great podcast. Hey, uh, name's George from North Carolina. After I watched the last episode on HBO Max, I needed more adventure time. This podcast is awesome. I enjoy its structure. My mind doesn't wander off after listening to it and enjoy listening to it on my 30-minute drive to work. Hey. My favorite episode is the episode where they bring Prismo back to life. The ritual was so awesome, and it's great how Finn is there for Jake at all times. Reminds me of how me and my brother's relationship used to be growing up. Keep up the great work. BMO and football are hilarious. I don't see how you guys diss BMO oh on the goodness. earlier podcast. No, no one's ever going to let us live that down. Never. <laughs> never. It will be forever. Like, forever. <laughs> well, you know what? Thank you to everybody who stuck around after the first episode of the podcast. Yes. And, you know, like, people who have listened, they know that we've turned around on BMO. We like BMO now. Yeah. In the first episode. So, I, I looked through our analytics and, um, big word. <laughs> <laughs> and... I like to see, like, which episodes get the most plays and stuff like that. Our first episode has, like, a bajillion more plays than anything else and then drops off enormously by the second episode because I assume people are like, they don't like BMO? Yeah, yeah. So I need to actually go ahead and, like, record, like, a new intro for that episode and add it in, like, hey, we like BMO now. (laughs) Don't stress. (laughs) 
Well, it's well, like any podcast. The first couple episodes are just never quite as good as the rest of the show. Yeah. And, you know, it took us a little bit to find our groove. Yep. So true. I was hearing somebody on a podcast yesterday say, whatever podcast you listen to, if it's a, to- if it's, if it's a topic you like, power through those first 10 episodes because it's after that that a podcast finds its voice. Yeah. I would definitely say that was the case for us, too. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So any last thoughts, Matt, about... Um, this this series of episodes, these last three. Uh, it was a lot of fun getting through them. I really enjoyed watching them and was sad when it ended. So that's a, a sign of a good run of episodes. I agree. I This is the second time I've seen these episodes. And I have to say that I didn't know, like I didn't like them as much the first time. And watching them, like I liked parts of them, but like watching them a second time with a more like analytical, analytical eye, like definitely enjoyed them much more this Good. time around I'm very fun great complete lovely story it's great anyway we love you guys we are super stoked to be back for season five um you've made it through another episode of oh my glob and adventure time podcast if you want to check us out uh on the social medias we're on insta twitter and facebook you can email us at oh my glob podcast at gmail.com and we'll read your email on the air you can leave us a voicemail at 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562 or leave us at anchor.fm recording on their app yeah hey yeah i'm amy i'm matt and we'll catch you on the flip catch you on the flip side bye bye i'm a fabulous boy